welcome to Live Vedanta, a podcast where we explore simple living and high thinking. Each week, we join Vivek Gupta as he offers insights on bringing the divine into the daily. Over the last decade, Vivekji has shared his observations on the signs of independent joy with communities across North America and beyond. Welcome to the next episode of the Meditation in Life series. Why is it that we feel unsettled despite having pleasure, possession, and position? How can we come out of this feeling? Let's listen in as Vivekji helps us continue on the path to permanent peace. When you're not well, you take medicine. And you want to know if the medicine is working, whether you should take more or less or a different medicine. In our Vedanta and Bhagavatam class, we've been studying Bhagavatam for more than a year. And I asked everyone, how do you know that you're working with the course? How do you know the course is working on you? This course is focused on bhakti. And the observation I shared, if you have a greater love for Bhagavan, then this course is working on you. Or, if you have a greater love for bhagya, bhagya means virtues, then this course is working on you. In our course, which is focused on jnana, we've been exploring meditation for a year and a half. How do you know that you're working with this course? How do you know that this course is working on you? What would be the test, the gauge? If your lifestyle is synchronized with purification, then this course has worked on you. Where all you do You do this for a purer mind. Or your lifestyle is geared towards being introspective, being an introvert or introversion. You enjoy being quieter more. You feel more quiet. The last chapter that we studied, which completed the last part, we were exploring how to use that which is gross to help us internalize that which is subtle. Our antakarana shuddhi pariksha, a chart that shows us where we give in to vices or we grow virtues 
It is gross. It is external. This is to help us be more vigilant, to not be forgetful. That is the last direct message or teaching on contemplation. The remaining part, the remaining chapters are a closing ceremony. We're on part four, chapter 27, progress halting ruts. Swami Chinmayananda shares that one should read these chapters before and after contemplation. And he's very large hearted in inferring that we are practicing contemplation. Yes. <laughs> if he's sharing, you should read it before and after. We have to be contemplating for this to be relevant. And why before and after? Before, so contemplation is on our mind. Afterwards, so contemplation is on our mind. Remember, someone had once asked him, how long should I meditate? And what was his response? Only 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yes? On your mind, it reminds me of the Ray Charles song, Georgia, Georgia on my mind. How he sings so passionately about Georgia it could be a person, it could be the state, but that's always on his mind. And that's where that passion comes from, when this is always on your mind. All of the vices that are present in our personality, jealousy, an inferiority complex, indulgence. And the one that I feel is most universal for a seeker, for all of us, is this sense of being unsettled. If you look around at the people in this course, and I know the majority of you well, all of the boxes in your worldly life are checked off. You have pleasure, you have possession, you have position, you have family, you have love, and you can keep on going with all of that. I do too. But still there's that sense of being unsettled. Why? How is that even possible? This is indicative that our nature is to be settled, to be natural. We have forgotten this. This forgetfulness is called avidya. And to remember my nature is settled to be natural, that is called vidya or jnana. This sense of being unsettled is your nature, is your creator calling you back to yourself, calling you back to him. Do not ignore this sense of being unsettled. It is a very powerful vice that can change us. The vices that are inherent in our forgetfulness, they manifest as thoughts, thoughts of anger, thoughts of insecurity, 
thoughts of comparison, thoughts of greed. These thoughts are not independent. They depend on awareness. If there was no awareness, there would be no thoughts. Do you agree? Technically, this is called, our thoughts are not self-illumined. The sun is self-illumined. Is the moon self-illumined? The moon is not self-illumined. It uses the sun's light. If there's no sun, there cannot be a moon, yes? If there's no moon, can there be a sun? Yes. If you can tune into this simple insight that the thoughts are not self-illumined, then why do we take our thoughts so seriously? Why do we treat them to be so real and what they make us feel? Yes. The more forgetful we are of the self, the more we treat our thoughts to be real. The more we remember the self, we know the thoughts are not self-illumined. So. They're like garbage. Once a week, you get rid of all of your garbage because it doesn't belong in your home or apartment, right? That is a elevated sadhana. How do we work our way up to that? Our thoughts flow in channels. These are called vasanas. We have a propensity to think in a certain way, to react in a certain way. How do you change that? Like if you've ever built a, a pit at a beach and uh, the water is coming in and how do you make the water from a certain hole go out? You cut another channel. Now you've created two pits with water collecting in both, something like that. <laughs> but you get what I'm talking about. When you're a kid, you don't verbalize it like that. But you understand that the water is accumulating here, so you cut it over here, so water goes there. Cut new channels of thinking. And this can only be done slowly. What is the last message of every chapter in this last part? Hasten slowly. This message, hasten slowly, shows that evolving one's muscles and evolving one's mind are totally different. I can use creatine, I can use a trainer, and I can evolve my muscles fast. But the same is not applicable to the mind. To engage in the Atma Vasana is how to cut across the Anatma Vasana and dry up that flow of thought. And I'll leave you with a lovely visualization that I had heard recently about Bhagavata. Bhagavan Narayana's feet are like a lotus. And the breeze that carries the fragrance of this lotus is known as the Veda. And you should inhale this fragrance with your ears. <laughs> See, we think of inhaling fragrance with your nose, but you actually inhale, inhale the fragrance of the Veda of God's feet with your ears. 
engage in more and more and more shravana of the scriptures. That is how the Atma Vasana, you will feel it. You will be overwhelmed in joy at how amazing the Creator is and how precarious our situation is right now. That we've tried everything and here we are still stuck. Today I was sharing with Sheila. We have two very hard parts of our day. The morning time is very hard and the evening time. I've heard other couples call this witching hour. I don't really like that term. It's too frightening. <laughs> I was sharing with Sheila that uh, the only chance we're going to have to be enlightened is to just give ourselves up to Japa. So now we have Om Namo Narayanaya playing almost 24 hours. There's a Google Home in the bathroom. <laughs> There's a Google <laughs> over here. We just keep on playing it. And Sheila's like, it's going to take me a few more life <laughs> lifetimes. I didn't make a comment on that. <laughs> At least me and our sons. We'll get out of here as soon as we can. <laughs> but it's only that appreciation of the glory of the creator and the misery of, of trying your best and still being stuck that creates that surrender, surrendering the ego. The Atma Vasana. You heard or want to learn more? Share this episode with a friend or find us online at facebook.com slash cmniagara. For those on the journey of self-development, Chinmaya Mission Niagara provides a community forum for seekers to listen, reflect, and contemplate. This podcast is produced by the Young Adults of Chinmaya Mission, an international nonprofit working to transform individuals through the knowledge of Vedanta. Until next time, inspire, love, be.